Welcome to Flyover State of Film. It's me today, Joe, with my beautiful co-hosts, TJ, Brian, Yusuf. How the hell are you guys doing today? Raise your drinks. We have a fun show in store. Hey. Hi. I'm just drinking some water, guys. I'm being real soft today. Honestly, I, don't do that. I have so much beer left over from this past weekend that I'm like, well, I guess I should get through one or two of them. I did have a beer. A buddy of mine brought over a six pack of that. Uh, I forget the name of it, but it's the beer that Quint drinks. Uh, he, oh, he was in a Narragansett. Yeah, he was in a fucking uh, gas station, Cloudy and they had their whole like stand was like a picture of Quint. It was like crush it like Quint. Oh, that's a, and he was like, I have to buy this now because of yeah. that. And so we drank some, and uh, it was fine. It's just beer. I'll try to buy it. Let me drink Schlitz. <laughs> they do. It, it's very Schlitz ish. Yeah. I think. He, I think my buddy compared it to like a yingling. It's right in that vein, you know. Cool beans. Cool. Um, and so anything, anything else anything happen happened in your life? All right, man. I'm working. Tra- anything happened in <laughs> anyone's life this weekend? Get there, man. Get there. TJ, what about you? You have any fun this weekend? Oh yeah, I had a lot of fun this weekend. Chicago's fucking insane. Uh, mm-hmm. Weather was crazy. I did mini golf. I came in third. Kind of sucked. Third out of how many? Four. Oh, yeah. come on. All right. Uh, Yusuf? Uh, yeah, nothing, we don't, nothing. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so, Brian, what did you uh, What did you get yourself into? Uh, well, historically, uh, it takes me a long time to accomplish anything. So, mm-hmm. over the course of many months and weeks, you know, I've been like working. Your mustache included? <laughs> right, absolutely. That's why the mask thing has been a blessing for me. Um, <clears throat> I, uh, I've been working on converting one of my spare bedrooms. That's right, spare bedrooms, Ooh, guys. Money. You're saying, throw your money in my face. <laughs> uh, into a uh, into like a little media room. I start out. I converted the closet into a big DVD case, and then I painted the walls and I'm hanging some stuff and getting some carpet in there or whatever. But like my mind, you know, once it's finished, is thinking about what's the perfect movie to like christen the new room, you know, uh, when you buy a new piece of media equipment or if you have a new, you know, like a, like a, like I said, something like this, a, a little, a little Haven. Oh. I refuse to call it a man cave. Anybody who calls it a man cave is going to get my foot up their man cave. You know <laughs> dog, what I'm dog, dog, the man, uh, <laughs> Do you, are you using a are you using a projector or a larger no, TV? Like a, it's a pretty small. It's just like a bedroom sized room. You know okay. what I mean? And it's going to be set up with like TV on the wall and then a couple of recliners. So you're not going to be very far. So I think like a 75 inch or something is going to be oh, more Mr. than enough. Money bag. They're I cheap. No, I saw, no, they're cheap. I saw, a small, I saw a small inch, iPhone 75 inch on the wall. I saw a 70 inch TV the other day at Walmart. I think it was like $500 and I thought. Yeah. Do I just buy it? I don't yeah. need it, but like <laughs> it's almost it's like it seems dumb not to just get it, I guess. <laughs> it's, just, it's the value is so good. I <laughs> anyway, so um but you doing that uh uh transpose us to ask I think a really fun question this week. Yeah. Um which is you know what it, 
Well, Brian, you could. No, no. I mean, like I said, I think I said it right. What is the thing you watch first? What do you do? You pick an old favorite. Do you pick a specific like emotion you want to evoke in that new space, or do you just watch like the most technically specific like CGI blowout, you know, sound edited, whatever, you know? How do you choose? What do you pick? So I guess that was my question. Yusuf has his hand raised. Yeah, I can't tell if he's trying to catch a dog fart or what. (laughs) I don't have to raise my hand to catch his fucking fart. So I drew from experience uh, when I bought my TV, like fucking, I think three years ago, four years ago. I also bought a sound uh, system and all that fun stuff, and I wanted to christen it. And I bought the new uh, Mad Max Fury Road um, yeah. fucking Blu-ray. Nice. And I put it as, as loud as I could because that uh, movie has some crazy visuals and a fucking banger of a score. And it's also super uh, loud and fast-paced and full of action. Um, and it was a fucking blast. Like, it's literally the the like one of the few memories i have from that shitty old apartment that i used to live in was like <laughs> that great tv and that great sound system just banging nice, on the close. on the shitty doors yeah on the, on the yep. shitty uh walls um and another one is well, i'll leave it for for the second round honorable yeah. mention how about how about you guys uh what would you christen your if you had the luxury of having a spare room to turn it, hey, let's get it. Media. Don't get it twisted. I'm basically doing this so I have an excuse that I can't ever have anybody stay with me. Sorry, I don't have a bedroom. It's a jerk. It's a jerk off. You're not gonna put a futon in there. <laughs> no, uh, you got an air mattress and a little yeah. bit of floor. That's about the best I can do for you. <laughs> I just can't believe I have a friend, you know, and he has a really nice house. But like, part of the reason he got was like specifically to have a room for his parents to come up and stay. And I'm just like, but that room just sits unused all the rest of the time. Like, you just have this room, and only reason it exists yeah. is room for I people. Re- I, no, this is my house. I'm making use of my space. Hell with the that. Room, like the room I record in um, is literally my old living room, or like our stuff from our first apartment, or old living room because. I'm like, yeah, if someone wants to come over, they could sleep on that couch in there. But it's, it's where I want to hang out. I remember when yeah. I was moving in, an uncle being like, you sure you don't want that extra bed I have? I'm like, no, I don't need two bedrooms. I need two rooms. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was, so, uh, yeah, TJ, what, what do you got? I would say, like, when I moved in here, the one thing I splurged, I always get myself a nice, like, Vizio, like, 60-inch fucking, uh, uh, oh, what, what the fuck they call it? The OLED, whatever it is uh screens and shit like that so i did that right now is a vizio and i hate to even say this because you (laughs) jinx yourself but like i bought the thing like six or seven years ago when i had never even heard of vizio before and it was like the cheap brand and now it's still kicking and doing fine and my tv's in good shape and it's like you know what i mean it's like it's so hell yeah it's not first time i got to for the record oh yeah first time i had to hang the tv up on a wall like so i like did the whole halloween lights around and did that so like i was thinking like a single movie i mean these last couple nights i do this at least like once every few months the laura rings trilogy it's the easiest thing for me to do if you have a full day I mean, you sit down on that couch, you get the greatest snacks. In I know Joe's going to sleep right now, but for us, the hey, smart you guys. Know what's great about Lord of the Rings is you can take a little nap. You wake up, yeah. you come back to it. It's fine. Yeah, you didn't yeah. miss much. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you missed. Uh, yeah, maybe you missed a fight in the cave between Frodo and, sure, and Sam sure. and. Uh, yeah. 
It's motherfucker, but you catch up. You'll get it. It's something for you to check out. Check out Flower State of Film, episode 32, uh, Lord of the Drink. (laughs) (laughs) Was it 32? Was it that far into the I I want to say that's like top top 10, top 5 thumbnails. Oh, Oh, the thumbnail is so good. It's worth watching the video for that alone. And yeah. I'll save my other uh, ones for second round. Oh, but that's All a right. that's a fan fucking fantastic pick because it yeah. also have like a, a lot pick. of epic music. The music and, is incredible. And, and sound yeah. design. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I I think I I think what yeah, I was... you don't want to fucking watch Moonlight. No disrespect, Moonlight, right? But is no, it like you want to watch like, like a comedy? Epic. Like there's yeah. no sense that like you don't get any more out of a comedy by watching it on like a like, yeah. theatrical experience. This isn't, like... this isn't watch your favorite movie question. Yeah. You know, it's like... Unless your favorite movie is Aliens. What? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is, so Which I... I'm... <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. Is that your pick, Brian? No, oh. no, I love Aliens, oh. but that's not. Uh, like, no, my the first thing that that came to my mind, and it's actually just because I've used it to test every like time i've set up a new tv or sound system uh which i really enjoy setting up uh surround sound or helping people buy tvs or this and that you know i'm like mad if someone doesn't come to me to help them pick out a tv um is uh i think one of the best rays i own visually and sound is the dark knight and it's more of that that first like 15 minute joker scene is how i could test if that sounds good because it starts really slow and i know it was shot with the imax camera so it visually looks crisper than some of the other shots in yeah. that movie Especially and that's my like go-to test yeah of, that one and uh and when he's in tokyo those two scenes yeah. are so cool. oh yeah and um i think any aerial shot in that movie too but either way it's like that noise and if the surround sound's done right you could really hear that slow like ooh, before christopher nolan fucked up all of his uh um sound mixing for his movies um i you know I, either way uh that's my pick dark knight and I feel like the dark knight is like one of those movies that if you, same thing with lord of the rings like it's one of those ones you kind of have to do the trilogy as much as you want to yeah. like the fucking third one you had you have to do the fucking trilogy at that point because if you because okay brian i don't know if you're like this but like uh you have too i know you're in the midst of doing your thing um but like when i get done like settling into a place it could be like 10 o'clock at night i'm like you know what? i'm gonna wait until the next day if i have off and, I'm gonna, and then i'll do like a whole like day of movies that's when you can do lord of the rings and stuff like that and the dark knight fucking trilogy and stuff like that but like i don't know something like it has to be an event like it's yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I have two more picks that I'm going to save, like you kind of like honorable mentions. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. We'll, do, we're not, we'll do a quickie uh, honorable mention. But you're right, TJ, though. There's like an event you want to do that. I mean, a dream of mine is to one day hopefully have a room. I could be like, this is a little movie theater. Yeah. Let me say. Every time. Like, that was the best. Sorry, TJ. That was the best part of uh, MTV Cribs. Whenever that fucking asshole just opened the door and it's a fucking movie theater. And it's oh, awesome. yeah. like, ah. I was in. I went uh, to guys, I am 100% working towards the white trash version of that. I can't wait to show you. <laughs> yes. It's going to be so great. In, <laughs> a couple years ago, for P, uh, somewhere in PA, it was it at New, a New Year's party that had one of those. It was like had the girl's father had to be like a mob boss or some shit. Everyone was freaking out. <laughs> Everyone was freaking Every out. Every Jersey house has those, Joe. It's crazy. Everyone was freaking out over this, like, bar that was set up. I mean, it felt like a real bar. But I was like, you guys, there's a fucking, like, real movie theater with, like, lit up <laughs> seats and recliners. Like, the bar, like, any of you assholes could build that. This is, like, 
and I remember I stayed up to like 7 a.m. and like put on Bad Boys 2 because it was on Netflix and I was hammered or like rented Star Wars. <laughs> I don't really remember. That's a good one to christen like, the thing with. I, I know. I, you know what? I rented The Empire Strikes Back off their iTunes and Venmo for the $20 it cost. I was just really drunk. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I had a good time. Um, but uh, no. Drink so, anyway. uh, this podcast, uh, drink responsibly and if you're overage. Uh, Brian. Uh, yeah, Brian, you... what is your uh, – what did you christen with it or are you going to? I, yeah, you know, I haven't – again, I haven't 100% landed, but I was thinking – I was like, I really have to because, of course, you know, I started, I put up some little shelves. I got my Infinity Gauntlet and my Hulk, my Hulk hand. I, I was like, I think I got to do the two for Infinity War Endgame. I yeah. feel like that's Hell a yeah, great – that's a Looks that's great. a nice big epic similar to the vein of uh of what you're talking about there yeah. and uh man i really love things. infinity war Endgame is fine <laughs> what yeah, is but, um, no 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 but if you're gonna watch them you have to do the entire marathon of the 22 oh, movies I don't, know. I don't think i'll ever do that again and tweet about it as well decade. follow this <laughs> Follow this TikTok thread of me watching all the Marvel movies. Um, again, but year, on, if you do it every year, it's literally all you do. It's like, well, I'm just rotating again. It's so many weeks. No, but I was saying, um, even for looking sound-wise, I think that's actually a great, like, oh, yeah. twofer to go is if any war and endgame is just like, you you get enough in if any war and endgame where you don't have to ever go back because it kind of goes back itself yeah. like back and forth and also you go back in time in yeah. endgame it so. reminds you enough about like guardians yeah. and the four two you're like i don't even need to watch those yeah, now it, kinda hits it. Yeah. <laughs> it actually kind of saves you from going back and watching all those fucking movies yeah sure um what uh and uh does anyone have any honorable mentions i'm just gonna name oh, my two yeah. real quick it was uh jurassic park Mm-hmm. That's from and Prometheus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. Prometheus Perfect. is a really good wow. one. Yeah. Yeah. Just the opening credits. The that's what I think of. The opening credits are incredible. Yeah. I can see the somebody picking a movie like Arrival for a similar, like similarly. Dude, um, th- we don't agree on many things in this podcast, but we are a pro Prometheus podcast. Oh, hell yeah, 100%. we are. As Everybody much as we love chi- the Child's Play friend, if there's two things you know about Flyover, we love Child's Play and we st- stand for Prometheus. Yeah. <laughs> Mine were my. I was gonna do the, uh, which isn't a movie you go for like looks because no matter if you get it on like Blu-ray, HD, anything or 4K, or whatever, it's still grainy. Jaws is a great one to start off with. Um, it just that's just my go-to always. And then T2. I think T2 has one yeah, of the first just like big loud. You can do the combo if you want to do it, but like there's a there's a definitive difference in the way both those look. So T2 is just a little bit cleaner and just the music with the action is just wow on a fucking giant TV. Cameron coming out hot yes. in this oh, yeah. podcast. Yeah. My, my two were uh, Kill Bill Volume 1. Ooh, ooh, that's a great one. Ooh, that's a fun one. And, yeah. uh, it's a blast and also uh, I know this is a bitch answer because it's my favorite movie of all time but Back to the Future the score, oh, that's the a good one. Yep. sound yep. design, come on. We're all name dropping favorites. Right I already said Aliens, yeah, and you already hit up uh, my yeah. other honorable mention, which would have been Mad Max: Fury Road. What an incredible looking movie! Holy shit! <laughs> Beautiful, it's so yeah. fucking good. So, Tia, you had a brilliant idea, completely original uh, yes. from your uh, brain matter. What was yeah. that? Yeah. So, like, I was just thinking the other day, it just kind of popped in my head. I was like, man, 
if you ever came face to face with like a famous movie slasher of you know you're choosing it doesn't have to be the top five or whatever but you know whatever's clever trevor um if you could beat them and how would you do it guys i'm not gonna go first because i kind of feel like i want to see everyone's picks first before i go because I, I feel like we're all on the same page here. So, Brian, I'm going to let you go first. Okay, let me get in on this one because, like, at first when I heard this question, I was like, oh, well, hmm, that, that's tough. And then I thought of my answer, and I was like, oh, my God, it's so simple. And I don't have to do anything that I'm not already doing. My my serial killer, my my horror slasher icon is Jigsaw, and all I have to do is not be a piece <laughs> of shit. Like, just keep living my life, being in, like, not getting in anybody's <laughs> business and not getting anybody's hair and not, you know – being a shitty drug addict or accidentally killing somebody with my negligence or whatever, and I'll be good to go. <laughs> I feel like that's I feel like that's a, that's a, that's a cheat. Eh? That's a cheat. No, uh, well, I'm gonna piggyback on his cheat because I absolutely have three sheets, and that is uh, Candyman. I'll never fucking say Candyman three times in the mirror. You know, <laughs> boom. Done. Yo, this it. is when you come face to face with these guys. This isn't avoiding them. It's going to be Josh, yeah, like, like you're okay. going face to Josh. face with Jigsaw. It wouldn't matter because he'd be like, hey, thank you for being competent at your job. And I'd be like, no problem, sir. Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it'll be fucking Jaws? I won't go in the fucking water then. Boom. Jaws is a horror movie, damn it. It's Draw a horror movie. Slasher. Oh, it's, that's like a thriller, action thriller, maybe. It's, it's a, a horror. If you well, Google like, horror. You guys are it's like an question. adventure movie, especially like okay. think about that John Williams music. And I got a third one for you. I got a third one for you. Pinhead, I suck at puzzles. I'm never going <laughs> to fucking open that box. Boom. Roasted again. Three down. <laughs> what else do you got? Jeepers Creepers. Leprechaun. I'm never going to oh, steal his gold. Leprechaun loves weed. I learned that from Leprechaun oh, yeah. in the Hood. <laughs> so you can just smoke weed with Leprechaun. Done. Yeah. Did you pick, did, did, did I, what, ha, what is happening here? You guys are cheating. <laughs> this is bullshit, Joe. Please tell me you got something real. No, my, my real pick was Leprechaun because I just feel like I could beat him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, but like, I'm in this situation, TJ. I'm in up Leprechaun One. I'm with Jennifer Aniston. I feel oh. like, I feel like, I'm just like not gonna be duped by. Were you the ones. one that consulted he's on like so much changing more powerful than Jason or Michael yeah, Myers? Say, he's all magic and shit. Uh, same thing with Freddy. Yesterday, like I would say, Michael Myers is probably because he's really just a dude under there when it comes right down to it. All right, I've always had this plan, and I'm just going to say it Freddy's now. Freddy's going to be the hardest one. No, this is yeah, how I've done this. you got to sleep, bro. Well, he always gets, like, he's always, like, just pulls them out, and they kill him. Well, and also, like, you get powers. You get dream powers. And once you know that, you light him up. <laughs> I already have dream powers. I can be beautiful and bad. <laughs> All right, the easiest question is, the, it's, the easiest answer is this, is Chucky. I mean, I love him. My favorite thing. So basically, uh, what I'm going to do is, is me and him are going to be staring at each other face to face. We're staring at each other. And I'm going to rush him. And I'm going to put a knee right in the top of his big old dome, right? And I'm going to pin him to the ground. Then I'm going to dismember him one by one. Leg, leg, arm, arm, head, torso. Put him in a bag separately. Then I'm flying to Hawaii. I don't know what the restrictions are right now. I'm going to fly to Hawaii. <laughs> Well, if technically that's the U.S., so there's no. Uh, uh, no, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Are you I'm taking the corpse to Hawaii, or are you just leaving the corpse and going? Oh no, 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 no! I'm bringing the corpse with me in different bags. Each thing's yeah. split up between six different bags, and then are I'm you gonna go to each to of the islands. 
uh, uh, whatever one has the most active volcano, what I'm doing is I'm dropping uh, the body parts days apart into that volcano, starting with the head, then the torso, and the arms, are legs, and you know. The hardest part about that is that I bet Chucky would be running his fucking mouth the whole time. Hey, let me out of here, you fucking, you know, and he'd be, he'd be like, <laughs> shut up. That's I've been thinking about this. It'd be like, it'd be just like Curse, or I'm sorry, and Cult of Chucky. Where yeah, he has yeah, his yeah, head yeah. in a fucking safe. I'll fucking make it work. I'm not sleeping. I'm going to keep him all in a fucking trunk. And I've been think- thinking about this since I'm six years old. So that's my plan. That's pretty good. Hey, I just like that your plan wasn't like, oh, he's a doll. I'll kick him because that's bullshit. We all yeah, know Chucky has voodoo sure. strength. He's got like the proportional strength yep. of a man and exactly. leverage and shit. That's why I'm going to knee him in his big old dome and pin oh, him Oh, hell yeah. Like, you could definitely take – I'm not saying you can't take Chucky down. I'm just saying it's not as easy. He's like, oh, I'm really strong, here. Brian. <laughs> I liked your plan, TJ. It was a compliment, son of a bitch. It's <laughs> not a bad plan. Okay, also, okay, fine. I'll still take Jigsaw, and that dude's a cancer patient. I'll just push him down a flight of stairs or something. <laughs> I'm just going to give you guys each a uh, murderer, and you got to tell me how you're going to kill him. All right, Brian, All right. get Jason. Um... I guess, you know what? I'll go Jason Goes to Hell style. We'll just blow him up. Blow him up. That's the only way to really stop him. You got to, like, basically vaporize him. My favorite thing about these is because once you beat these guys, they move on to the next set of teenagers. So, like, once you get away once, you're good. Yeah, exactly. Once you're the survivor, they let you go. I mean, well, a couple times they come back. But for the most part, Jason, he gives up. He's too dumb. He just gives up on you. Joe, you're getting funky. I thought thought you would have boxed them, like, in Jason Goes to Manhattan. Oh, yeah, that's (laughs) what I was trying just oh, Pumpkinhead? Yeah, Joe's got Pumpkinhead. Easy. I just don't kill a little kid. <laughs> well, also, Pumpkinhead, and this is this kind of goes That's for Hellraiser, too. That's the same as cheating as I did. I, I, I know, I know. Uh, how do I know? This goes pumpkin for head? Hellraiser, too. You can sick Pumpkinhead on someone else. You know what I mean? You can bargain with Pumpkinhead. Yeah, bargain just with watch Pinhead this. And, like, trick him and sick him on someone else and make him someone else's problem. Yeah, I, I think like, it follows. Try not to be the worst person in the room for Pumpkinhead. You said uh, you get the, you get, uh, the creeper from Super's Creepers. Um, I don't associate with pedophiles. There you go. Let's move on, baby. My man. <laughs> good one. Good one. All right. Yeah, Joe. What's, uh, what's up? What's up? Where are we going? All right. Sorry. So we're gonna we're gonna watch. We're gonna we're gonna talk about this. We already fucking watched it. Um, oh, Sixth yeah. Sense. Um, and in that movie, there is uh. An actor, an actor that has been snubbed by the Academy, named but named uh, Donny Wahlberg. And if you're like almost fifty, I think he's fifty, and you're still going by Donny, you should shoot yourself in the mouth. But that's like a separate question. <laughs> I got a personal thing about grown men who still have the Y or the I yeah, idea. I mean, I've met some nice people who have it, but I, it's weird to me. I just can't yeah, get over for it. For sure. Sometimes. So, um, so, but he he had like an extreme. Sorry, go ahead, Joe. No, you're going to talk about it, and then I'm going to tell you what I told you because of the pre-show. So. Okay, so uh, he had an extreme uh, body change. I, uh, I think he lost 20 to 30 pounds to play this five-second role. He plays it very well, uh, and that prompted me... Yeah, he's good, but it was a lot of effort for a really small moment, but it yeah. really did reinvigorate his whole career, so I guess it was worth it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he then get, got saw and all that bullshit. Uh, so... What is your favorite uh, 
actor or role that went through an extreme body change to achieve that. All right. Before we talk about this, I just want to say Donnie Wahlberg's transformation is he cracks me up because he's on screen for about five minutes. Yeah, he's good, but any skinny actor in Hollywood could have done that scene to yeah, whatever level. That could, could have been Doug Jones. And Donnie Wahlberg was not yeah. on the block guy, but no one was like, oh shit, you see that riveting Donnie Wahlberg performance? <laughs> but I remember it being a thing almost immediately that you heard about. Like, did you know that guy was Donnie Wahlberg? Yeah, it doesn't yeah, look yeah. like him at all. So, anyway, because I let pick? off, ahead, I'll start. Mine actually, and this guy had a lot of transformations. Yeah, I feel like he was like one of the OGs of this. But what I always find wild is uh, De Niro getting his teeth capped for Cape Fear. Oh, shit, yeah. He so was Niro, jacked in that, too. So De Niro had, like, you know, he had his the dramatic weight gain for Raging Ball, and then he had some uh, ones of weight loss. But the one that I always go back to, because it, it, Cape Fear, if you do any reading about it, it was also, like, a role, like, just, like, a paycheck role for, like, Scorsese and... It was a, you know, I do one. It's a remake, so yeah, it's yeah. not a, yeah. and, but It's like a big studio you know, movie. It's the yeah. crazy guy De Niro is, he goes to the dentist and he's like, can you break the front, my, break the fronts of my teeth? Because you want it to look more like, I guess, a uh, serial killer or, you know, a, a rapist or whatever. So he went to a dentist and got his teeth chipped away at, for that role. That is, to me, the weirdest one because something about teeth and like, it's an actual teeth and nails. Don't your, don't fuck with teeth and nail. And yeah, yeah it's like damage to your actual like like, like structure. Like yeah, like weight gain is dramatic and and it yeah, and he wonders why now he can fucking survive on nine million a year because he fucking <laughs> broke his tooth in the past. What the fuck are you doing, Danilo? Oh, that one. This isn't a movie star, but real quick, can we talk about D. Snyder? He had his fucking teeth filed down to points. The dude from Twisted really? Sister. Hell fuck? yeah, he did. Uh, insane shark face it's nuts yeah i did not know that about d schneider yeah there's some fucking yeah, yeah, that's probably like maybe a hot take but that's probably my least one of my least favorite scorsese movies Cape Fear. i, I like Fear well it feels like the most like non it's like a studio movie yeah, you know it's literally, it's yeah, feel I, like it. scorsese movie. I haven't seen it in years i would watch I it again i think it's a thriller uh, but it's ba- it is one of those ones. I'm pretty sure they were like he was like I want to make Casino, and they were like, "Huh, you got to make this one first, bitch." <laughs> That's how Scorsese operated with the ones he wanted to make. Like, you know, okay, I'll and I'll do uh I'll do the thing you needed a name to. Is that why he did Hugo? Oh, uh, no, I just like project. Real- I think. Yeah. I like I like Hugo. Uh, yeah. TJ, what did you uh what did you pick? Uh, I went with uh, an actor that I, I'm hit or miss with. Uh, I went with Tom Hardy for like mm. Bronson, Bane, Ooh. Dark Knight Rises, and Warrior, where this guy just went from like this like pretty 165 pound model, obviously steroids. Oh yeah, like if you like, I just rewatched Inception a while ago, and he's just like a pretty boy in that. You <laughs> yeah, know, he does not be physically imposing yeah. or anything. He's a he's a and guy. Like, even like Bronson, yeah. and then in Warrior, especially where his traps just like are up into like above his yeah, ears. And, and Warriors, and you can, and you can tell you, he looks like a legitimate 
like he could be a legitimate MMA fighter. Like he yes. has that body. He got For there. You can, and you can tell that in Bronson, like he was like injecting himself because you can see like the balls shrunk. Yep. And like and like even like when the Dark Knight Rises when he was cast as Bane, I just thought, well no that was steroids. <laughs> no no well like, yeah well, I mean all of it was steroids no matter what Dude, you no, say. No but he went I think I read when when Bane came out I think he had gained like thirty pounds for Warrior and then he put on top of that. 30 more. You can tell he's huge as Bane, but he's also like, he doesn't have the definition he has in Warrior. He's really bulked yeah. up. He looks yeah, puffed up. up. Yeah. Like, but, like those like uh, those preview shots, like you got at him before you got a trailer or anything with like, it was just like him and like you saw his spine, like his back and just like, you knew it was like all Tom Hardy or like, this guy's just like going, like regardless of what happened in the fucking film, like he was going oh, for which I respect oh, incredibly. So like, weird they let someone like do that for Bane again because the dude who played Bane in Batman and Robin died from all the he was a wrestler yeah. died from all the but steroids that's definitely like that's took. before he even got I was gonna say he already that dude was already all jacked that dude was already he didn't it wasn't the ones he did for the movie it just finally caught up with him wrestlers barely make it to 45 yeah, as it you're is right. Yeah. you're right then you get and like, I, and I, Hardy will show up in like uh, what's that movie with Reese Witherspoon and, and Chris Pine where he's just like uh, War is Love or yeah with like the spy movie where this he's means back war in, I think you know yeah. he's or he's, he's still, like slimmed down again yeah he's still big dude but he's slimmed down he's he's only like five foot ten if well, yeah, I, love, Matt, you know, I, love, I love you know as Max he's kind of raggedy you know yeah. Yeah. but I love that he was doing like he was doing lawless in between warrior and I fucking love and, uh, the night in the night rises and he was like with a cardigan and you can see like he was just like <laughs> hiding it's it. like when the rock tries to is going to be in the jungle cruise <laughs> you're like no human looked like that in the murder, 1800s murder. they didn't it's have like a protein in era, like and he's just like set lifting Three turns. He's just like Rah. him as Bronson because they had to make him look at least like six foot three, which was tough. So the camera was always like here, they, looking up at him. Bronson, yeah. Bronson is legit. I the love only, the only movie that I go, oh, Tom Hardy fucking knows how to act. act. The oh, rest yeah. is they, just they, like they kills that one. At least in, like comedies with guys are overly built, like like when John Cena is in a comedy now, like playing a death, like people could do with throwaway jokes of like, all right, like Roid Rage or something like that. Yeah. Where like, all right, at least we're acknowledging how big this fucking yeah. person is. Yeah, yeah, yeah his laugh only... about Jingle all the way. Like, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger was your neighbor. He's like, oh hey, I'm just a normal, mild man who <laughs> tried to chill. You're trying to, you could have been a turtleneck and a flannel to hide. <laughs> And you have the, you right, the who's next? To try to fuck that uh, guy's Brian, wife. Brian, go ahead. I'll, I'll close it out. I'll close it out since this is my uh, Well, yeah, I mean, I was going to – I had a couple. De Niro was on my list for Raging Bull because that – I watched That's that. That's wild. Last, That's wild. It's wild. And, and that, I, well, actually, let's group it with uh, Tom Hanks. He kind of did the same thing but reversed. Yeah, yeah. Well, he got big oh, for like the cast beginning away? Cast away, and yeah. then he yeah. ended up losing it. But the one that always blows my mind is got to be Christian Bale – his, yeah. From the machinist, machinist to Batman Begins, like it so is. in the machinist, he literally got down to like what, like 113 pounds or something. Yeah, I thought it was like 119, 113 or something. Yeah. He lost 65 pounds for the machinist. He said he, he only ate like a single 99. apple a day, like like a cigarette or something. Yeah, it's like the yeah. Joker. Yeah, 
For and a movie that no one saw too, like that's I love what that movie. Kicker. No, Machine Machine is a good movie, but you're right. It was for like a, it was. Well, he was still kind of an unknown a little bit. Christian Bale. He but was working he his get, way up. Did he, he get nominated? Like, wasn't a leading did he get nominated hand. for that shit? Uh, I think so. I think maybe. Did he? But then he got. Then he got so big for yeah, Batman, exactly. like he got too big, and, and they and I mean, they brought him Christopher in. Christopher Nolan like, has a nice suit fucking workout doesn't fit. We got to do all these scenes of him training with no shirt on until we can get him slimmed down enough to get in the <laughs> goddamn costume. But he's huge. Like if you see that scene of him training with the League of Shadows he's and they're hitting big. him with the sticks, he's bulky. He's really yeah. yeah there's like white. a there's like a moment where he's like staring at the fire and he just like this. Yeah, I know exactly. He just looks like a mountain on top and, of a human. Yeah, the best part and, about like, that. I know is, that yeah. he's tall and stuff, but goddamn, yeah. he really packed it on. And that, yeah, I looked this, it up. This, the extreme shift back and, then and he forth. Then a lot, not uh, not um uh, machinist levels, but then he loses it all again. Wins his Oscar for the fighter. Yeah. Gains it back for Batman. Then gains more weight for uh it's when American he played Hustle. Rod. Oh yeah, yeah. American Hustle so I, and um, what the fuck's is uh. The movie he Chaney, just did Dick Cheney. Yeah, oh, Dick Cheney. Cheney. Yeah, like Yeah, I looked it up and he lo- he lost sixty five for the machinist to get that's there. That's crazy. And then he gained ninety nine. Think about it this way, like what if they had Batman. What if they had like he's a huge, like I said, in Batman begins he's enormous. Let's say, like, what if they already had a bat suit like designed and like he comes in jack, <laughs> like he's like, I can't move. So that's no why wonder he can't like, turn. He's different um, now where it's like single I things. I think like- that actually is partial of the story yeah yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely they were like, like like they were like you gotta lose some weight yeah he yeah, lean out but you know i mean that's just a big twist so i Christian Bale's i got i got you three said go yet, Joe. <laughs> I, got, I got three i got three i got right, three I have one more there... i'll mention if it's not on your list too. i respect that joe uh, I doubt that anybody has this one right. because this is my personal favorites. Um, all right, so I have Russell Crowe for Body of Lies. The uh, motherfucker gained sixty-three pounds to play that overeating boss of Leonardo DiCaprio. But what I love about it is like he never fucking lost that weight. He just kept like he just stayed fat for the rest of his career. Forever. Like in the nice guys, he just has like a huge belly, and he's just like, "Yeah, I'm a badass now. I have a huge belly. I don't give a fuck. I'll I'll knock the teeth." I out. got paid. Yeah, I can yeah. throw my weight behind a punch. What's up? You will yeah, never see up? him gladiator style unless yeah. Marvel pay his, pays him. <laughs> no, he doesn't give a fuck. The second one I fucking Reed love, Richards, baby, is uh. Ryan Gosling gained 60 pounds for oh, the lovely bones and I got fired by Peter Jackson because he was like, what the fuck are you doing? This is not the, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. the character. Wait, wait, wait. Lovely bones. This he is was the supposed best. to be Mark Wahlberg. The dad? Was supposed, yeah, yeah. He was supposed so to be the dad. He gave himself like, legit dad bod. <laughs> Ryan Gosling like, I, like, I had in my I head like a, like a very depressed, overweight, father because he just lost his daughter he's like so I just, hired I Ryan Gosling <laughs> wow I didn't even know that and the second one I fucking love which is kind of same in, in the same vein is uh, J.K. Simmons got fucking jacked oh, for, fucking for a movie Lord. role that never happened and a sequel <laughs> that never happened. That picture that came out of him doing the fucking curls. I think that shit like, was fake. I think he was wearing some fake arms. There's no way that was real. That was like some prosthetics. No, I thought you were going to talk about Flash. Jared Leto when he got when he got fat to play uh, the Chapman. Uh, yeah, Mark Chapman. Chapman yeah. for uh, 
chapter, chapter like oh, 20 man. or That's something. That's a good one. Is J.K. Simmons getting fucking huge for roles? Oh, like Commissioner no, Gordon. Oh, yeah. Notoriously yoked Commissioner yeah, yeah. Gordon. We all know. Uh, like... the Zack Snyder film. Wait dude. for the you Snyder cut, go guys. Tree, bro. Wait for the Snyder cut. Uh, oh, yeah. Those are my threes. I got one more honorable right. mention, and I can't believe nobody talked about it. Fucking Charlie Theron in oh, uh, Monster. Yeah. Incredible. Not only did she have to That's she, like the she put on the weight, though. but she somehow made herself unattractive, which is really hard if you're Charlie Theron. <laughs> like, she she's like, if Charlie Theron gained goddess. weight, she, you know, like, like normally like that, you'd be like, Charlie's still super hot. Like, she went, like, no, I'm ugly. No, no, yeah. I'm going to be ugly. <laughs> Legitimately. Uh, yeah, I you know it, it. I don't know. It's it's wild, but I do hate partially of body transformation. Where like, well, they did that. Like, they deserve more credit for their performance. Like, well, no, they didn't. Sometimes it's like, well, they didn't show up to act. They were just like, I lost oh, weight. Man, it's the at- same shit as the the boyhood argument. Like, oh, yeah. it took, That's so, what it took so long I, to make. It, it's yeah, like, but it sucked. You should have wrapped yeah. it at at year six. You should have it was hard. It's it's cool. Um, I don't know. There's so many. Well, what a twist, uh, right? What a twist. Well, there's another movie that has a big twist. It's not my uh, pick, but like Brad Pitt did a body transformation for Fight Club, which has a big twist in it. Mm, good one. Yes. Same with Edward Norton. Actually, Edward Norton did have a body. He lost a shit ton of weight because he saw an American. She said Edward is- Norton, and I just thought about another great twist movie. <laughs> uh, uh, so anyway, uh, we are talking about The Sixth Sense today. And so uh, to lead into that, we're going to... Uh, before oh, and we also do- we should warn, from this point of the show on out, any movie we talk about, fair game for spoilers. Spoiler. Sorry, yeah, everybody. That's a good point. That's just a yeah. Paramount movie so, twist. Uh, Ryan, Ryan and Stephanie, uh, you know, you're the only ones that's If there's anything you haven't seen that we start talking about it, I don't, I mean, I don't want to deter you guys. But... Uh, so, I hope uh, you guys are doing well. I'm sorry that I'm not on Twitter. <laughs> uh, Ryan, I bet you're so, killing it on Twitter. So, Yusuf, what is your favorite, like, twist in a movie? Or so I have a shit ton of picks, but so just go with the one, and then we'll do honor mention. Yeah, the main we'll do some rounds. We'll do some the rounds. The main one. So fair warning, Arrival. Um, I fucking love the twist so of. Alright, so I may get you know I'm gonna get heavy on you guys, uh, but I fucking love the um, the twist that she's living her life in a continuous sequence. In where she's accepting that the relationship that she's going to start with Jeremy Renner, she already knows the end and she mm-hmm. knows it's going to lead to the death of her daughter. Yet she continues to do it because she's already lived the beautiful relationship that she had with Jeremy Renner that she's going to lose. And she's also going to lose her daughter, but she keeps going forward because she just still wants to love her daughter and wants to live with her. And the twist of like, her knowing and giving away the secret to the, I want to say Chinese, right? Chinese government. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, she calls the Chinese government. Sir, she gives the the twist of she knew what her husband, her his wife said to him. So that's what she said on the phone, and he's like, "What the? How do you fuck do you know that?" And that's why he trusts her. So that twist was fucking amazing. And how her communicating with the aliens gave her the perspective of being able to see time in a different way than humans see time. 
yeah, that's one of my favorite. That's a good. Those are fucking tight. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, Arrival is fucking amazing, Bruh. and and suck my dick, TJ, for saying Dune looks like shit. I'm still looking forward to what Denny. I I never said Dune looks like shit. I just said it looked like a really cool Star Wars movie. That's about it. That's all uh, I. Said. Star Wars stole from Dune, but you know whatever, whatever. Uh, so Brian, so Brian, what do you uh, <laughs> what do you find twistworthy? Um, real quick off the dome, I don't want to steal anybody, but I can't believe that this one didn't make my list. So I'm gonna give just I'm gonna give my first honorable mention at the top, and I gotta say, Primal Fear, man, with Ed Norton uh, and Richard yeah. Gere, it's got an excellent <laughs> Wait, twist. Excellent. When you twist said Edward Norton, I was better. like, fuck yeah, he has a movie with a twist. What was it? Primal. Yeah, Fuck. Primal Fear. It was like his kind of his big screen, like his big like debut to movie too. And since TJ hasn't seen it, I won't even spoil it. We'll just let it ride. It's a good one. Go check it out. You like a good courtroom you know, drama. You like good uh, good twist movies. But isn't isn't saying that there's a twist already a spoiler? Yeah, it is. I actually it, hate when it, that. I think the least, marketing of a movie tells you there's a twist. I hate that. I think yes. at least. Poor expectations of a film. Yeah. And that actually leads into what I wanted to talk about next. My other movie, um, or at least my my first one, Shutter Island. Yeah. Um, oh, that yeah. twist. Shutter Island is an incredible movie with a really good twist that's not necessarily meant to surprise you. It's more meant to like propel the next level of the story and like what spawns from that and what the character has to go through and the choices that the character makes based on what he learns is what the movie's all about. But like so many people got hung up on it being a twist movie yeah. that it really got brushed. It's a, it's an amazing Scorsese I, oh, movie. It's got like, re, it's really creepy and scary. It's like his, fr- it's like, you always wanted Scorsese to make a horror movie and they did and nobody fucking liked it. It's like, so, it's, so like it's amazing. Yeah. And it's, first, and it's kind uh, of this, Sorry, go ahead, TJ. No, no, go you, please. So it's the it's kind of the same vein as Arrival in a sense that is a fucking heart wrenching and twist because you know that Leo didn't revert back. He just doesn't want to live in a world where he knows that his wife killed his children and he knows that he killed his wife. So he just wants his fucking memory gone. From the world, and rather, Mark Ruffalo rather live knows. a lie than live with a, like than live with being a monster. Ah, so it's really incredible. But like I said, it got unfairly maligned. Joe, you're so polite. What what is it, buddy? Uh, so was <laughs> this? Before, no, I bet this this has to do with um, you know, not living up or people not giving the recognition. Was this right after or before Inception? Uh, 2010, before, so before. 20, uh, 2010 year? or 2011, so like right at the same time, like almost I right think, around the same I time. I think Inception overshadows same, this same, for actually same year. Same for, year I, think, yeah. I think it overshadows this for people, be, not because they have that. The, I don't know. There's a similar trailer look to them. I I know that sounds. Yeah, weird. I get what you're saying, and that's and that's just because the people that cut. It's not like filmmakers yeah. cut trailers, so and, you know they just do it the way that was popular at the time and. Shutter Island's got some amazing Shining-esque shots of them like coming up to the island at the very beginning right. that are oh, great Shutter. trailer shots with big booming you know, music yeah. over it. Hey, Shutter if, Island could be it, a good movie to break in your media. And if you rewatch it with the knowledge that it's like a, like a therapy experiment that they're running with them, you'll notice a lot of shit ton of things that they like, he 
put yeah, throughout the it's, entire movie. It's, shockingly, it's a Martin Scorsese movie, and it's really well made and yeah, really layered and, and like well written. Like, like I remember from the I've seen the movie a few times and I own it, but I remember the trailer being like the old lady because you know it's being a horror movie. The old lady yeah. going, you know, and it. Uh, Oh, that's a great pick because it does that ending. If you're not looking for it, because it wasn't sold on white few see the end, you're like, that's the best type of twit. You're like, oh, 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 that there's there is no ending to this. This was just fucking me the whole time. I was listening to somebody talk about the sixth sense, and they were saying how the the mark of a good twist movie is if the movie's good the second time when you know what's going on, yeah. if it holds up. Uh, and I definitely think Shutter Island does, you know. Yeah, so, but uh, I think I feel like, uh, like you said, it was maligned as a twist movie, and I feel like obviously we're gonna talk about it soon. But I feel like The Sixth Sense is also maligned as a twist movie. Both are more of a revelation that yeah, we learn with the character. It doesn't change the perspective of the entire movie in the sense that uh, it's ruined for me. I can't watch it again. I would say the only thing that I would, that I would say pushes Sixth Sense closer to being a twist movie is because the movie literally basically ends on that moment. You know what I mean? Uh, you kind of yeah. like there's yeah. no with Shutter Island, you get your big revelation, and then there's probably like enough. There's a couple more scenes that kind of play fair. into that. Um, fair, but anyway, fair, you know. fair. But, uh, who, um, who's next? Joe, TJ, which one are you guys? TJ. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, my pick is The Sixth Sense. Uh, did you know Bruce Willis is the guy who has hair? <laughs> <laughs> that was Bruce Willis the whole time? Yeah, that was Bruce I thought Willis. it was Judge Ryan. Dude, I have, I have, no, no, wait. You made the joke, so I have this note. Is that his real hair or is that a wig? It's painted. I think at that time it's a wig. I did, no, I did some research. It's, Save it's it. the start of his hair. Okay. No, we're, we're, in, we're in the podcast. It's the start <laughs> of, like, he still has his hair, but it's so dyed and, like, painted more in than, like, like full wig yet. Oh, like, no. they were still salvaging. Like they, his... they use that spray <laughs> that, like, thickens his own weak yeah. little follicles that were dying on top of his yeah. head. Right, fair enough. So, anyway, so, TJ, that was a twist of a pick, but what is your pick? <laughs> um, mine's on, I guess, it's probably not a twist. I mean, there's the usuals you can always pick for film. Uh, with one, I went more of, like, a flip of the script where it was, like, I went to this movie just look, looking to go to, like, another, like, hour and a half slasher. And then the... Uh, the i guess the 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 what do you call them the uh the girls in the films final girl girl the final girl flips the fucking script and starts fucking killing everybody in the goddamn movie and you're next oh. is that oh movie your next is that great well technically technically it does have a twist in yeah the way yeah that it's the boyfriend yeah like that okay. yeah the usual horror yeah, movie i think that thing, that's talking about like I'm watching this movie expecting just like this, like, I don't know, slasher, killer, the whole family. She's going to survive, but like, it's going to be a very, like, I'm running for my life type of thing. And then she like talks about her Australian Outback background, how she grew up, like doing all this shit. And everyone's like, even her boyfriend's like, wait, what? And then like, she starts like setting those traps and like going outside, like things you would think while you're watching a horror movie are like, no, 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 don't run outside, run outside, run back inside and like double back. And like, she's doing these things. You're like, yeah, she's fucking doing it. And then she starts murdering the guys. And like, just those, that type of movie made me like, did any of you guys see the hunt? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, it was fun. It's like that. It's, it's kind of fun. It's, fun. it's like a fun movie like that. I'd rather watch, now with no offense to The Hunt, I'd rather watch Your Next. I, was, yeah. I think I saw Your Next, but I need to see it again. It's one of those ones that didn't stick uh, with me. But I would yeah, give it a uh, what's, the, the, what's the director's name? Yeah, Adam. Yeah, the guy who did they did the guest, they did Blair Witch, the yeah, writing, yeah, yeah. writing director right. duo. Right. Was it? No, Adam, uh, I feel like it's... Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Adam, uh, yeah. Wine, yeah. Weingard or something? Yeah, Wingard? Yeah, he, he's a really fun director. Um, no, so my death note. So bleh. mine, uh, mine stays with the kind of horror theme, and, and it was. I looked at the same list, trying to figure out. Another thing, in like one twist that I don't think it's talked about enough because the whole franchise kind of muddied it down and was twists and turns. But it is the first is the original saw and the twist to that that yeah, jigsaw was in the room the whole time and oh, yeah, spent cool. the whole movie with him. I mean. The guy's there, and I did that. Still, to me, I'm like, you had to been really clever to go. Oh, that guy's alive! Like, there's really nothing wink or nod that tells you, even when you rewatch the movie, that oh, the guy in the center of the room is the living yeah. guy. At least I oh, yeah. have picked up on it in many yeah. times. I've seen it. I watched it with a buddy of mine, and he had already watched it. And at the start of the movie, he's like, "Who do you think is the killer?" And I was oh. like, "Oh, fuck you." Oh. Fuck you. <laughs> and then but, he spent the entire movie going like every like 30 minutes like who do you think is the killer it's like why what the fuck are you doing man why are you doing yeah. this want to watch a fucking movie and then when it happened he was like he didn't he wasn't even watching the screen he was like, <laughs> he was like staring at you <laughs> and when he stands up i go like motherfucker and he's like what <laughs> god but yeah that I, was a great that's but yeah and it, it's one i think though if you do watch to show to someone on like the sixth sense they would yeah. be like just hey where's the movie like unless it's your buddy i really think it's not like all right all right keep your eye out blah 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 it's fight club uh, uh you know he's not yeah, real if your buddy's doing that next to you i'm gonna punch him in his dick yeah uh, <laughs> like dude Leave me the fuck alone. Let me figure it out. <laughs> like I, when Mac shows up in Mac and me, I want to fucking get excited. Okay, I'll be the <laughs> one. Okay. Oh, fun fact: Adam Wingard is doing uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong. Oh yes. yeah, I did know that. Oh I yeah, do, I yeah, do hate go. though when people use the word twist wrong for a movie. I remember someone like when it was like, "You gotta wait and stay to the end credits for uh, Guardians. You gotta wait for that twist." And it was just the Howard and the Duck cameo. I'm like, that's not a twist, guy. That's, <laughs> that's just a cameo. That's yeah, not, that's a, like that's an Easter egg, nothing, my man. Anyway, uh, no, I feel like we talk hours. I just have a couple honorable mentions. I'll start and then go around. As I've said it before, again, I act, I do really like Fight Club. I think Fight Club is a good movie. That twist is surprising if you don't know it's coming. Uh, I actually am, and by the way, full disclosure, I really love rewatching the sixth sense and we're going to talk i think fincher does a better job at shooting um someone only one person can see than m night did on a rewatch um that's just that's just for because i don't want to spend time talking about fight club that long but that's kind of like the same they were like a month apart in release oh wow or something like that month two months same 1999 guys we've picked five movies out of 99 (laughs) uh anyway strong uh, year in our lives uh, anyway uh, <laughs> i have honorable mentions you others? know after the end of uh, uh honestly big big one to say is uh which i was ruined for me at this time but brian might have not known it darth vader 
uh, oh. me and Luke. Oh, Scott. Brian was alive during that time, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like forty-five. Uh, he was like, yeah, he was like, yeah. He took his kid already, but because yeah. that they, <laughs> I took my son family. to see it opening well, weekend. They, they always say like you hear people. They always say that's one of the biggest twists of all time that doesn't get put in because it wasn't advertised as. I'm not older than <laughs> Empire Strikes Back, you guys. Uh, just so you know, his first family went to that movie. Uh, I have a I have a few honorable mentions as well. I have a uh, old boy. Uh, oh yeah. What a twist! Uh, <laughs> um, the Wicker Man. A uh, good solid twist as well. And uh, obviously, like the I feel like the granddaddy. At least for me, there's obviously more, but the Planet of the Apes. Like yeah, baby, that was on my list too. Come on, that's a granddaddy. Guys, go back to that episode where they talk about. You did it. You did it. You got it. Um, oh, please allow me a few honorable mentions. An older one, and I don't, uh, this is this might be stretching the definition of a twist, but I think it is uh, Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sucked. The, the idea that, that uh, okay, let's mute TJ real quick. He's a moron, but I, yeah, I love the idea at the very end that she's like, "I will get into this. I will raise this baby." You know what I mean? I, this is like I have this connection. I, I'm, I'll do it. You it's, know? It's, I, it's 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 a stunning twist, especially for the pain they put her through. Everything she goes through, absolutely. I know. I don't think I can unmute TJ. That's fine. Uh, no, I, I, some other uh, other quick mentions. I know me and uh, Yusuf have talked about high tension. I still think ooh. that's a good twist. I still think it holds up pretty good. Uh, Jacob's Ladder is an incredible oh, one. Oh, yes. So fucking good. And uh, The Prestige. I think The Prestige is a great one, too. Oh, um, I have a note about The Prestige because I was listening, uh, listening to a few things about The Sixth Sense to prepare for this today. And TJ, we can't get him off mute, so just bear with me. Uh, or come back into the call. Um, he unmuted himself. Oh, you got it. You got it. All right. Uh, um, no, but the prestige. I actually heard a thing today, and I was like, "Oh shit!" So like, the real twist of the prestige is not the twist we all saw of like you know the twin and this and that. It's that Hugh Jackman is like a fucking eighth clone of himself. Oh, he yeah, keeps yeah. dying. Like that's the real dying. twist. The movie. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the movie has two. The little movie tells you that you know there's a thing we show you, but there's a thing that actually happens. <laughs> the real twist is that TJ hates that movie as well. Woo! Who saw a cock comment? Uh, uh, so let's so, talk about the sixth sense. No, I have my honorable mentions. God damn it! No, no wait. I want to shit on TJ's honorable mention, no matter what they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh, a twist that sucked. Is the well, it doesn't suck, but we're, uh, over rewatch, just like how'd she do any of these things or how'd she display these bodies being an old, haggardly old woman? Uh, Friday the 13th. Oh, mom doing all I, the fucking murders and displaying bodies. I like, thought you were makes... gonna say the, I thought you were gonna say the orphanage. <laughs> no, uh, then, or no, the orphan, that... the orphan, the orphan. What's your, orphan. what's your, what's your franchise? Uh, Underworld. On the yeah, and then I'm gonna end this with the M Night Shyamalan film, uh, which is a twist I really enjoyed, which is a resurgence, people say. But the visit was a great fucking little POV twist with the 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 old couple in the uh, psychiatric home taking. That's one I really liked the first time, but did not hold up as good on rewatch. I was like, I was rooting, I was rooting for the grandparents. To decapitate that fucking that, asshole of a kid. Oh yeah, that little kid, the the, the young oh, the little rapper kid. He could, 
How do they not? When they when they stuck the diaper in his face, I was like, finally, the climax of the movie has come. <laughs> the only good part of the movie. Oh shit! Okay, we fucking throw system. poop on him. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, and why? I don't know why M Night was like, you know what we'll do with the ending credits? Let's have the kid rap over it. Oh my god! He made me because he was get, trying to make me commit suicide. I think is what it was. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's the real twist. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, how about we twist out of this? About twist. Did let's twist, guys. We talk the about dance that was popular success. when I was a young guy. Now, <laughs> Brian now, was seventy five when that song came now, out. <laughs> now this, I'm Chubby Checker's dad, actually. Weirdly, <laughs> this, <laughs> this twist of a film is my pick, and I might say already that this might be the best movie I have picked on Flyover. But I will read the synopsis for people that do not know, as told by the Google blurb. Young Cole Seer, Haley Joel Osment, is a haunted by a secret. He is visited by ghosts. Cole is frightened by vis- visitations from those with unresolved problems who appear from the shadows. He is too afraid to tell anyone about his anguish except child psychologist Dr. Malcolm Crow, Bruce Willis, as Dr. Crow tries to uncover the truth about Cole's supernatural abilities. The consequences for the client and therapist are a jolt that awakens them both from something unexplainable. Bum, bum, bum. This is The Sixth Sense, written and directed by M. Night Shyamalan. So I'm, I'm going to argue that Blade 2 is better. Because you I didn't pick it. Blade 2. I did. I did? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Your pick. And it's awesome. <laughs> and you picked up Black Christmas and all right, guys. I've picked some good movies. I know. Okay, you, I like them better. Um, also, Bruce Willis is dead. If you didn't know, he's a guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, what do you think is like the hourly? What's the rate for a ghost therapist? Is like he's cheaper or is he like more expensive than a regular? Well, Tony Collette doesn't seem to like she has extra money. No, Although I had to call, I had to call a little bullshit. I don't want to jump the gun. But I'll jump I was, it. I already jumped to the end. One, I'll tell. I'll, I'll say this: the last scene with Cole and his mom gets me. Like I legit choked oh, yeah. up. Yeah, it, it's uh, a, that scene. Jerk. But right before that, like at the very beginning of that scene, she goes, she says, "I wanted to be at your play, but you know I couldn't make it. I have two jobs." I was like, "Well, it's not like they overlap. You would only have to get off from one job." <laughs> Also, not, doing a double not, shift. you don't do it both at the same time. It's like, I couldn't get off from both my jobs to come to your play. What? You would only had to get off one, Tony Collette. So, right? so you're not a good mom. That's what right, I'm saying. That's a good gripe. I'm going to move back to the beginning hey, of the she's movie. She's trying, yeah. man. And she's from Philadelphia, okay? And she's trying. Just, and but she's what's great about like her film, being, I stole that, though. They, they did not over-fucking-characterize her uh, like as like a city, like, like cheesesteak mouth person no they they could have and they didn't they gave her a really good accent she had a great accent some of her outfits are a borderline but not uh, like but i not feel like, like this is Mar- better than hereditary oh 100 yeah, percent. So. oh this is her only oscar nom yeah i don't know if her performance is a she's just not in it as much as she, she was you know she's it's it's like she's kind of a she's a very important background player you know when she, when I bet, she talks I about the bumblebee she, button i that's... didn't watch 
I probably yeah. the the reel that they showed was that either the breakfast or dinner scene when she's like accusing him of moving taking shit. the butterfly pen the bubble yeah, yeah. The butterfly. Oh, I, when they were in I, the car, that has to be the Oscar reel. Yeah, the I car love. scene. Like I said, it works. Like that's right. that. That's that also just like I'm. Hits. I'm getting goosebumps right now thinking about that scene. Talking about uh, Tony Clef though, and that I just also love the the scene of the first kind of ghosty scene we see with him, with all the cabinets open up, but you don't see anything, and you just feel like, oh, this is something that's happened like way too much in her fucking home. Yeah, and she just looks at her son like. She's sick of it. Uh, yeah, and yeah. he, I like, like, I like the way he kind of doesn't try to explain it. He just is no, like, you know, yeah, I was yeah. look, you know, because like he, same thing with the, he doesn't want to tell her, he doesn't want her to look at him yeah. the way everybody else does, and that's oh, like that's the same what gets, with like that's the friends, you know? moment when he's like, yeah. he's like I would never, or whatever she says, and you're like, huh, huh. that's a, and that also the way she, Jesus Christ, okay, people right. fucking fan. Over hereditary. I like that okay, movie. I get like the whole like the, yeah, the mom like loses the daughter. I get it, but the overacting was insane. This yeah. is like a real mom like to son like she's moment. Never looked better. I just want her. Oh yeah, she looks incredible. But like when she like does the whole like where she chokes up and like sits up and like looks at like something else and has to like regain herself yeah. and then goes back to him to like talk about shit. She does this a couple times, but like. Anyone who has a mom who's been a kid who like fuck kind of disappoints her, like kind of like does yeah. one bad thing to her, where they go like, yeah, well, like they want to, yeah, want to tell you that you fucking suck. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't want to scar him for the rest and of my life. Well, on this her was face throughout. This yeah. was Tony Collette, like, kind of being reintroduced to American audiences because I think she was just like only the best friend who was not the person in Muriel's wedding. Like it was like Australian, right? She's not American. Yeah. Yeah. She's Australian. So, um, it's just really good casting. The accent was fucking fucking Australians coming into our country. (laughs) (laughs) Around Australia. But going back to the beginning, um, you know, you got a gel, Joe. Sorry, man. Sorry. Wait a, no, no, we should. I like the this movie really takes its time. Um, oh, it's, it's only an hour and forty. It's about an hour forty five. Uh, it's so it's not too long, and it doesn't drag. But it takes its time. You don't really see a real legitimate ghost till about an hour in. It's not yeah, that's a, a great of, point. That's a great point because when you think about this movie, you think about the barfing girl or the ghost. The kid with the big hole in the back whatever. of his head. But it takes so <laughs> fucking big build up to it. I mean, that one scene. I guess I say you don't the... see any ghosts, but you do see one the whole movie. It's Bruce yeah. Willis. Yeah, well, like, what? well, yeah, uh, like even just that birthday party where he gets himself stuck in that cubby hole. Oh, with it's so one, creepy. Who scares him up? Dude, you're just I've, like, dude, it's imp- it's the only unbelievable moment of the entire movie. Because you know that mom from Philly would have just knocked the shit out of those. Oh kids. yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Was this, like, this she would throw those kids over the balcony. <laughs> oh yeah, well, she would have like stabbed somebody. Um, yeah. So like this movie's supposed to be based in Philly, obviously, and the ma and Tony Collette's supposed to be a mother who's struggling, but like their kids in a private school. There's only like two of those in Philly. Other than that. They're expensive as shit. She's living in Center City. Like the group of friends he has, the kids an actor. The parents are probably fucking like. 
wealthy. Like, I'm wondering if she's like just struggling to give him like an exquisite like kind fucking of keeping life. Up with the Joneses, kind of, yeah. Yeah, like we're like, well, there's no points for her to be doing. So this. Like, does some could, could he be? Could he be a scholarship kid? He so could give. Be, but a teacher. So give I don't know. Some, she's pretty troubled for a scholarship kid. Yeah, I don't think so, they put up with it. But like, this is just all M Night shit because, uh, like I said, I did some actual research on this one. M Night, yeah, grew up in Philly, but he also was in uh, an Indian, like he's Muslim, and Indian who went to Catholic school. So that is a straight up plant oh, of yeah. this is what I did in Philly. Right, he's just doing his own experience. Yeah. Can we? Yeah. Can we? Can we? Can somebody send like an email or a letter to M Night and ask him to like just stop? <laughs> self in movies so like, nobody funny, wants to see of, acting what's funny he thought, he was, he thought he was alfred hitchcock you know? so no, but, no, but alfred doesn't fucking he's just like either walking in the background or he's just like standing there he doesn't like he's get himself a camera loving camera shot where he delivers like one of the most important lines of dialogue in the movie or something so funny oh, as hell not. about his him and, and m night start like you know cameoing in this movie as the doctor at the yeah. time, he's like, well, I just did that because my family's full of doctors, and I, that was my nod to them. But looking further is apparently that scene, like, Tony Collette had her best acting. Like, it's a really longer scene. She had her, like, best acting in the whole movie. It was, like, a big dramatic scene. And he cut it all out because he was like, I just couldn't stand myself. He's like, well, why the uh, fuck did you put yourself in these movies? Yeah. Like, the, be- the worst cameo is um, Signs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He had to make himself the crux of the whole movie. Uh, if we were talking about, um, uh, like, uh, uh, acting in this, like, even, okay, we were saying before, like, a movie you know the twist of, you know it's good when you watch the second time, the twist still doesn't necessarily need to hit, but, like, everything with Bruce Willis and his wife still doesn't make you think really? that he's, you know what I mean? That the they're really good. It, that he's fucking. And they dead. play it just subtle enough, like stuff yeah, like exactly. when he walks in, he's he not the one who he stops and watches his wedding video, but he didn't turn it on. She has it on, and he just walks in the room. So it's like there's all these little places where he think like, did he interact with something? No, he never really did. But it's not enough to like draw your attention to it. Yeah, or and then it's just like straight up, like one scene that I felt cut, I found weird is like just when it straight up stops to show that couple talking about that engagement ring and. Almonds, and then yeah, you the see scene, the wife when he breaks the, the window, wife, like being a yeah. good salesperson or something. And and <laughs> yeah. also the, the awesome part about you know rewatching is that Haley never talks to Bruce in front of his mom. No, like he doesn't yeah. look at Bruce and until his mom is gone, and he runs from him. Like in he, the beginning, he's like already yeah. avoiding him. It's like he's seen yeah, him lurking around. How long? How long has Bruce been stalking this? Because he has notes. Yeah, because yeah. when you first yeah. meet, uh, you know, when you first meet them together, I'm thinking as a view, like, I'm like, oh, he's just like, doesn't want to be in therapy and is like being AJ Soprano and running away. Well, what, he, what really yeah, happens is he like, goes to the church basically to hide out probably because well, it's no, like... Well, here's a question though. Here's a question. Ever. And then a ghost just straight up approaches him while he's playing, he just, you know, and is like... Talking to him all normal, unlike normal ghosts who are all crazy. Well, here's a question: Do we know? There's no timeline of spoilers again. When Bruce Willis gets shot, right? I think it's about a year just later. Just the next fall. That's so the so right yeah, year. Is he, are, is he already the doctor of 
of Cole before this happens, and then Cole knows what happens to him. Is no purposely avoiding so him. what notes. A ghost so, can't take notes, though. No, so what's ah, but he goes back through, and he goes, a ghost no, but, to, but, 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 what's ex, but what's explained, what um, Haley Joe Osmond explains to him when he has the I see dead people, he says, they don't know, they only see what they want to see. Right. They, they do what they want to do. Yeah. And they really can't tell. So, like, yeah. Uh, Cole can't tell. It's a little bit hand wavy, yeah. you know. It's Cole, a little yeah, but tell. I feel like the worst scene in terms of, oh come on, Bruce, is when Haley comes in and they're sitting alone, the mom and him waiting. I for love him that scene. Come. Yeah, I like. It's that. a beautiful, well, it's a very well done scene. But how long has Bruce been sitting there in silence him, to yeah. let him in? It, but. I don't know. Who I always saw in? that. I always, I just always saw that as like, like I don't that he was there. He knows the family. Like the mother doesn't have to interact with like the yeah, two. Yeah, but who hired him? Or like the head, idea that maybe they were sitting there talking him? about Haley Joel Osment and like they heard his keys, so they stopped. Yeah. You know that thing where adults were clearly talking about you, and you walk in the room and they all shut up. You know, like, let's. So, uh, I don't know. It takes a little liberty, but like I, I want to go back to. This movie, I mean, like, I remember when it was out. Like, it was, it was 99, so I was barely 10 years old, but it was a big blockbuster release. I remember my brother. I was a senior in high school. Yeah. I remember my brother and my dad you know, seeing it like they would do a lot of horror school. movies and being like, it's so scary. And then, like, when it came out to blockbuster, it was like, all right, and we all watched it. And I remember the VHS actually had, we were so, I was so into it by the end of it, even was terrified. The VHS had special features at the end of the, you know, the, if you watch to the credits. Yeah. And I remember them telling about the red motif. I don't know why I remember these special features. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. It's not very subtle once you no, know about like, it. You're like, oh my God, this is old, red's the only color they use in the, the whole fucking movie. The <laughs> one that is truly egregious to me, like truly like, all right, is the, the scene, the funeral scene. The mother and the stepmom in a red thing. And I'm like, no. Even if she did it, would not be like, let's have a let's have a funeral for my death. Everybody's wearing black and she's sitting there in like a cherry red dress. Yeah. That's the yeah, only one that's really That's very right. fucked up because there's that's like a real thing. Like that's a sickness in the head. In yeah, uh, Munchausen so, by proxy is crazy. Oh my god, that's so fucked up. What? Yeah. Well, um, I want to talk about you guys. Both TJ and Joe were, you know, texting and tweeting about how scary. I really was like, this feels more like a, almost like a family drama. With well, it does have some tension and some scares in it, but especially well, with everything uh, coming in so I, late. And I maybe could answer just, that. I was I, watching it with a ten-year-old. <laughs> first, I want to know what he thought of it. Not my son. Not a, oh, okay. Oh. That's how old I was when I saw it, and it was like the thing, but. Um, I can answer that because I tweeted that out about an hour into the movie. Like, I, this this movie scares me. And it's the tension. It's I know this. I think it's creepy. And kind of what I told Laura, she was like, do you think? And I said, absolutely not. She's a scared of cat. But I said, it's a family. I go, it's a drama. But the horror, like, when they hit the horror punches, because there's so little of them, they hit. Yeah. I, I, so I, I 100% agree with so that. So, no, yeah, I think the probably like, the scariest part yeah, is. Like, yeah. like I have a long hallway to the right of me, right? The door's closed yeah, now. But I, I close the door because you look, because all the fucking scares are just little things across. I'll let Yusuf kind of take the ball from here, but. Oh, yeah, that's, I was, 
I agree with Joe. It's like that's the scariest part is, and it's because it plays with childhood um, insecurities or fears that the biggest oh, one. Uh, the, the moment when he has to pee but he doesn't yeah. have to leave his room is let such me, a yeah, good that's, one. So, let me add yeah. that. That's the scariest part of the entire fucking movie. I mean, no, you can man. argue that Misha Barton invading his like it's not Jesus Christ that. tent. But that's the most scary. Sad. It's like, like one of those things like, where uh, the the as t- the simplest fucking thing as a temperature change, like that thing for me, being a kid now when like in Jersey you get super humid, so you put the fucking uh, the temperature on like sixty eight, so you wake up in the middle of the fucking night in the middle of summer and you're cold, yeah. you might breathe and like see a breath, or like even in the winter you're yeah. just like I, apparently there were legit nights, there were legit nights that I didn't go to pee. Because I was scared of the fucking dark and like yep. watching that and then being justified of my fears of a fucking crazy woman yelling at a kid. <laughs> oh, because like, it looks like his mother kind of too. Yeah. But what I love about, but to Brian, to go back to what you asked, like what was scared about. But what I love about it is like, I wish I updated that tweet because it was like towards the end of it, it didn't, wasn't going to bed scared, right? I watched it late. It was, oh, this is just a sad movie. Like, yeah, exactly. and, and you feel it's, it's like a heavy, it's kind of like a heavy drama. Yeah. Very but heavy. it's, it's sad, but I feel good. Like I like almost after the horror humps of like Haley Joel Osment helping these ghosts. Like when he's talking to the fucking people that burned in the, in the, right. uh, he only uh, really like, I, I like to think that he's yeah, going to do more. They only really show him really helping Misha Barton. But I think just it, also they they lead you to believe that just interacting with these ghosts a little bit and kind of like, yeah just being normal well, he and giving them Bruce. someone to kind of like vent to yeah. is helpful also. Yeah. Well, te- I mean, technically, technically he helped Bruce because Bruce, the, the only reason why Bruce is hanging out is because he feels like he, he let down Donnie Wahlberg. Well, I think he has and, some unfinished business with his wife yeah. too, because he has his revelation and then he has his sentimental moment with her and then he's able to go. Also, yeah, but he, he helps, that. he helps Ben by telling him, you can talk, talk to her. her while she's sleeping. Yeah. Because yeah, exactly. can't be like, you're a fucking ghost. Leave me alone. Like he also, <laughs> this kid also solves a murder. This is a this yeah. is like yeah. a crime thriller. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. this was M Night being like, I have this movie, Unbreakable. Right, <laughs> we're gonna figure it out. That's my note too. Damn, Cole Sear should have shown up in glass. That's he's got a power, him. right? He's got an ability. He should have been oh, in glass. Fuck. I thought he was yeah. gonna be the bad guy. Like eventually wow, that's took him, overtook that would have yeah, been cool. That would have been like, cool. Like there's no reason yeah, yeah. to not had him show up. Especially after Bruce Willis dies, spoiler alert for Glass. Uh, have you could you could have brought in Cole Sear and had like a a final scene with the kid who's like, was like didn't grow into a very good actor. <laughs> All right, Flyers in the film is going to rewrite Glass, and we're going to have a read along eventually. All right. Yeah, yeah, there we go. So Get anyway, Haley Joel on the line. I, I do think, I do think we can talk about this movie for a while. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things behind (laughs) the scenes and in the movie, like, like even just Haley Joel Osment of his age, like, guess what? Yeah, kills it. Maybe one of the best child actors. He should have performances I've ever. He should have won the. That that was that was one of my questions, and uh, Joe said, you know, suck a dick. Maybe maybe we'll ask it. But one of my questions was, is this movie that serves any of the noms that it got? It got I, yep. 
It got like, a lot. Should, no, should have, have any wins. I no have wins. best picture. So it was. I wrote them down. Best picture. Best actor in a supporting role. Best actress in a supporting role. Director. Writing. writing. Best writing. Screenplay. Directed. But for the screen. And best editing. Take best editing out. I think. And, best actress. Um, no, uh, I feel like it should have gotten at least a nom for best cinematography. I can't say I can't say about the acting categories until I hear who they're up against. You know what I mean? Oh, well, they oh, were for supporting, boy. and um, uh, I just know Haley Joel lost to. So Michael that year Kane was uh, he should have won. Who did he lose to? Michael Caine for Cider House Rules. Oh yeah, he should have won. And and Michael <laughs> Caine like, should have won that shit. If you go back and listen to uh the Michael Caine's acceptance speech for it. He basically does the thing where he's like, and oh my God, Haley Joe Osmond, you're incredible. Like, you know, like, yeah. like he kind of sounds like he knows too. He shouldn't have won. Uh, and they're so, only giving me this because I'm old, but yeah. I think Haley Joe was quite good. In six and then they did secondhand lions. Like a couple years later when Haley Joe was like, I'm Haley Joe Osmond. Yeah, Angelina I'm in between Jolie. my cute stage. <laughs> and Janina Jolie for uh, Girl Interrupted won over Tony Collette. All right, that makes uh, sense. Hard That's to take fair. that one away. That's a pretty good one. Uh, um, but I feel like... Um, and 99, I mean, best picture in 99. That's a murderer's row of... I mean, right now, yeah, take it over American Beauty. Yeah. But I bet there were some other heavy hitters in that, too. No, actually, no. The Insider. No? Eh. Uh, Green Mile. You want to take Green Mile? Uh, Green Mile's pretty good. I fucking love Insider that. Insider House Rules. Um, um, but that takes Six Sense over was, most of those. I'll though. take Six Sense over all of those pictures, even but the one everyone. that I feel like I don't. I don't hundred percent subscribe to the thing that American Beauty isn't good anymore. I do kind of think it's a American good movie. Beauty's it's a good movie. Good. I'm not. I feel like it should not have won any Oscars, period. But it's a good movie. It's a good movie. I, I can't. I can't get on that. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah. I did want to bring up one thing. I know we're running a little long tonight. Um, yeah. I had the guys watch. Uh, so Ed Mike Shyamalan is admittedly that he, he took the twist from an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode, The Tale of the Dream Girl. And I just briefly wanted to touch on that because it always cracks me up that like a college age M. Night was just in his room on, on Snick, on the nights of Snick, watching Are You Afraid of the Dark? And like, <laughs> it doesn't right. surprise me, honestly. It's like, that's you weren't out show. partying? Big shocker there. You seem like such yeah. a cool guy. <laughs> but um, it's, it's a more Nerd. of a... The episode itself is more of a love story. It's fine. Uh, like I said, I just well, thought... It's it was- just a rip on the whole, like, I picked up the girl and she left her sweater and back and she was actually dead it's just i mean that's an old story to be honest. so it's like it's not like it was a super original bit or no, anything i think it's how it's i think it was how it was filmed and I, oh another thing that reminded me of my research is so apparently the producers of the of the sixth sense and all that and their test screenings they were really like fuck we messed up in this movie because when Haley joel osmond's doing his uh i see dead people the camera lingers so long on bruce willis People are gonna know. Uh, yeah. They were like, people know, and then they're like, it literally didn't come up once, and it was in our questions of the test screening. So we just no. left, like we didn't edit it. Is that the so, is that the the most spoof line of all time? Yeah, I think this movie it's has up a there in pop culture. Um, because the, the between this and uh, like Matrix, like the the jump just, kick from Matrix, that was a big one. Here's Johnny. 
Yeah, here's Johnny. It's a big here's, oh, yeah. Here's but th- this is a movie where, like, I feel like for a while, it's, it's. I think after the point, I'm really glad we revisit it because it is just that good of a movie. But for a long time, it, it suffers from being, you know, M. Night Shyamalan's first, or not first thing, it was his, like, third thing, really. But, but his first, like, big project that was all first, him, yeah. It was all him. What? Hey, a quest- and, quick question. And then all things sucked after that, right? And it's like, oh, you know, and I heard this today, so it's a repeat of someone said is, they don't think he was a guy who was should have been making horror movies and twists. He should have just been, you know, he kind of got put like George Lucas in a sense. Of, this is what I got to do in the sense of he might have just been a good filmmaker if he never had this hit. I always thought that he was a stronger director and that he should have turned over the writing to someone else. Like after, you know, I, I was all on board. I love Sixth Sense. I love Unbreakable. I actually think Signs is really good. But I know Signs is like one of the it's like for some people was his first kind of stumble and then i kind of fell off after the village and then it kind of kept going downhill but i always thought visually and like as far as his skill goes as a filmmaker it was still there if he could have just but but like he had kind of bought into his own hype as a writer and and he needed to let that part of it go for a while and the village village visually edit in terms of editing sound design I think the village uh, is it's good. Goddamn beautiful! I, love it. yeah, it's... I remember watching the village yeah. in the theater, thinking to myself, and like I think I said <laughs> Sarah at the time, I was like, it, the, the, I just like I thought of what the most obvious silly twist would be, and then that's what it ended up being, and it kind of soiled me on the whole thing. But I feel like I could go back and watch it and just appreciate the filmmaking yeah. aspect yeah, of it again. Yeah, it's a better movie than at the time, but. And that's a problem. All of his movies, you're looking for the twist after The Sixth Sense when they don't Exactly. Yeah, Stop he can fucking say, twist just do a movie. A victim of his own hype. Yeah. So Let's anyway. Let's go into the ratings phase. Ratings phase. I did want to say one more thing. The actual best use of this trope from this movie is the Brendan Fraser episode of Scrubs. Yes. <laughs> Ryan, okay, what did you give that. this movie? That's a good one. Um, you know what? Looking back and trying to be objective and like taking out all that you have known about M. Night since then and, you know, t- damn near 20 years of, you know, experience past, I uh, I would give this like a solid maybe like an eight. I think this is a pretty fucking good movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. You got Bruce Willis trying. You've got, uh, you know, uh, Tony Collette. Being as good of an actor as you know she can be, uh, while still under control, uh, Haley Joel, mm-hmm. like I said, maybe given the best kid performance I've ever seen. Uh, as far as a major debut, not a guy who's never worked before, but this is like his first big project. Great work from M Night. It looks really good. It's a good looking movie. It it holds up to scrutiny if you're like going back and picking at the twist i think it holds up pretty well no movie's gonna hold up perfectly like i remember the thing about people always said about like oh and his clothes never change he just has that overcoat and he takes it off sometimes he has the jacket and sometimes he has a shirt it's like no motherfucker sometimes he has a sweatshirt on (laughs) he's wearing a sweatshirt at the hospital and stuff so there's no real way to get around it's not perfect but it's a very very good movie how about Um, you tj I'm going to go clean eight. I'm going to go Brian. Eight cupboards open. Again, Tony Collette plays probably the most perfect South Jersey Philly mom that I've seen on film in a while since, what was that stupid movie with uh, De Niro and Silver, uh, Silver Linings Playbook? She's, uh, whoever that was is pretty good also. Um, I don't know. This movie, 
I'm always the one thing about like horror movies. I can do slashers. Like the one thing that scares me is ghosts, like real apparitions. And this movie fucking hits it every time. So I'm gonna have a little bit of trouble sleeping tonight. Thanks, Joe. But um, <laughs> I, this movie just fucking hits for me. It's a uh, it's a uh, top M Night movies for me. So yeah, clean eight. All right, um, I'm going to go with a um, – I'm really glad I revisited this. I think maybe I've watched it once since I saw it as a kid since then. Um, so it's been a long time, um, and everything you guys have just said, um, I, I and I it really like it as a drama more than a horror movie. Um, I'm a little higher than you guys in this. I'm going to go in an 8.7. 8. Um, it really – it really, and then especially after use of reading what was nominated for best picture that year, I'm going no, this, not just because we just watched them. This this is legitimately yeah. I I also expected some better uh, things to be up. and <laughs> and I could divorce you know I mean like it's like yeah there's things in it the red motifs a li- you know very like all right to, to tone it down a little bit. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, right. other you didn't than know that, he was going to go crazy and unbreakable with the green and purple thing. And that was going to become yeah. the whole deal. <laughs> so, but other than that, I mean, it's just, he was like, Oh, such you like a that? Strong movie, and I know it's like <laughs> cliche of what people talked like last year. Like there's a lot of things cause it was 20 years. Um, you know, got a lot of good get out comparisons to with Jordan Peele, just the way that they made the movies and this and that. And I see it there, you know, they, they they're there, but. Um, you know, and that's why I say all the time, I hope Jordan Peele doesn't get pigeonholed the way M. Night got pigeonholed. Yeah, yeah, I think it's one of those touchstones, like we talk about it getting parodied a lot, but much like Here's Johnny and the Shining, it holds up. I yeah, think you it's watch not, them. You, you can exactly. go back and watch it and still, it's like, no, that's a, that, that's a cultural touchstone what, for music. I, I did, we, I know we're going to keep talking, Yusuf has to give his rating, but what did Harrison think of this since you watched it with him? I was wonder I was wondering. Liked, I think it started off a little slow for him. Like he yeah. was he was like, Oh, I'm a little tired. I was like, Well, you know, hang out, have a brownie, you know, just let it kind of kick in. And then I he, he got into it. And he was saying he really liked it when he talked you about got, it again. You gave him awesome. a brownie and you waited to kick in? What the fuck is mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so baby. Said, what is your rating? I really gotta find uh, seven point seven point five uh Bruce Willis spray her tan cans cool um yeah it's a great movie uh solid writing uh very well edited in a way that plays with uh your perspective even if you know the twist you're like okay that's plausible if you're watching it again Haley joel fucking carrying that movie on his tiny little back He's really little. He's littler than I remember in this, too. Very fucking younger and also physically very tiny. (laughs) Little force gump. Um, You're Dorothy Harris. Yeah, solid fucking movie. So, uh, thank you, Joe, for your pick. Thank you for sharing. Next episode, guys. uh, Don't know if you saw the previous episode. It's our Halloween episode. Uh, I made the guys pick different horror uh, franchises we got brian with the final destination franchise we have tj with the on the world franchise we have joe with the hatchet hatchet franchise and i'm gonna (laughs) watch lake placid because i'm a fucking asshole (laughs) Um, i can't believe what are there six of those you said that's insane there's so many i don't know why i picked them so (laughs) Where can the uh, people find you guys? Where can the people find you? 
I gotta be so bad. You can find me Tindango One on Twitter. Where can they find you, TJ? You guys can find me at TJ Dex. You're also on Flyers and on YouTube right now. Check the latest episodes we have. The most recent one, the one is dropping right now, so check that out and uh, get ready for the costumes. Yeah. Brian. Guys, I know we're almost done here, but I'd like to dive back into the sixth sense a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's, Joe is literally Haley Joe holding his little tidy whitey standing in the yeah. doorway right now. You can find me on Twitter at Herskules. Yousef, take us out, man. Why I love movies.com. Bye. Bye. Bye.